What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned into the In Game Grind podcast. I usually have a clever intro or just a witty saying, but this came if you're if everything goes according to schedule, this will be coming out on May 27th. So I ain't got time for witty <laughs> one-liners because I'm playing Fantasy Star Online too. So until then, this is past Jason, future Jason, yeah. uh, Pat. Time, Jason. Time. This is Time Traveler Jason telling you to enjoy the podcast. Anyways, this is episode four of the In-Game Grind podcast. Damn, we're looking like we actually care about this, huh? Um, yeah. So today we got a good topic for y'all. But before all of that, you already know what it is. I am Jason. And as always, I am joined by my friend, my homie, the only person who will not romance every girl in Persona 5 and get the only true ending. Actually, I already did it once. I'm not doing it again. Bruh, you have to. No, I already did. Bro, stop. Because I did this in P3. I did this in P4. I already did it in P5 the first time. Homie, I have done that. I want 300 girlfriends. I've already done that. (laughs) I've been that. I got the who boy and the single piece of chocolate. (laughs) I've been there. I got a t-shirt. I got the bruises to prove it. Hey, man, polygamy ain't for me. I just want some doctor foot in my mouth. That's all a guy can ever ask for. But anyway, (laughs) this is my... uh, this is my co-host and friend, Chris. <laughs> yes, man, but I got Dr. Foot in my mouth. <laughs> Yo, what's up, people? <laughs> so today, today we're talking about quite an interesting topic, especially like for people like us, maybe in their early to mid 20s, that just time seems to be more and more segmented, you know, the farther we get in this game called life. But today we're going to be talking about how many hours of gameplay or just straight up enjoyment in general do you generally want to get from a game on general right so i was thinking about this earlier and um we play you and me we play games very differently yeah so i want to i want to kick this off with you because i'm I'm gonna let you take the point on this one because you are somebody who will play six seven games in a day yeah like and it's not even like a it's not even like i'm bored with that game in like the hour or two that i play it. it's just like i just gotta hankering for something else like expand on that because i'm i'm intrigued because so, like with me um it's different because uh like if we're all playing on the Discord, I'll play. Uh, you know, like it's, let's say we're playing Risk of Rain. All right, we'll play Risk of Rain for you know an hour or two. That's a few. That's a solid few runs. Um, but once we get into that schlog of it, we're like, all right, let's take a break. Me, Bobby, and Jamie, we can all run Apex for like two hours and be like, all right, we're good. Um, then I could run on. Uh, like if we're all playing Monster Hunter, we could do that for a couple hours. And then, you know, we get to that point where it's like, all right, one of us goes like, all right, cool. I need to take a break. Been doing the same thing for a little bit. But um, I think it's interesting because since I play, I think I play the most varied games out of everyone in the Discord. Um, so I'll be playing like uh, Just Cause 4. Um, currently I'm playing Just Cause 4, uh, Dragon Quest Builders, Code Vein, um, and then if we're all playing fighting games, we'll do that for a few. Then we'll jump into Risk of Rain. Then I'll play Apex or I'll play Borderlands 3. 
Um, I just started playing uh, Need for Speed Heat with my dad uh, last night, and we oh, did that wow. for like an hour and a half. We played GTA for another hour uh, last night as well. But like, you know, all in the day, I, I played probably about close to 10, 10 to 11 games. Um, and it's not that I was bored of them. It's just... That's just where the wind took me. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. When you play a game, right? Like, it seems like when you want to play a game, like, you can watch, like, a video or see, like, a tweet or something and get excited about a game, and that'll make you want to boot it up, right? Yeah. So uh, that is that is very... I am very impressionable. <laughs> so what what is it that keeps you playing? Like, what... Or, uh, or what is your cutoff of a game? Like, you mentioned the slog, but, like, what is your personal <laughs> cutoff for a game? I mean... And it, it is an emotional thing, um, but like, let's say I'm going into Apex. Mm-hmm. If I go into Apex and I'm just getting just ran, like I'm not even able to play the game, you know, right. and it's just like six or seven runs of that, I'm going to throw that controller down. I'm, well, I'm not going to throw it down because that's an expensive controller and my wife bought it for me and I'm going to treat it with kindness. But I'm going to, you know, I'm going to turn it off because like, look, I'm, not, I'm done. I'm done taking L's. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, then I'll run on uh, Monster Hunter and then I'm, sometimes I'll just be like in that funk mm-hmm. and it'll make me like do two or three uh quests i'm like all right i'm done with this like i can't do this anymore and it's not until i get that like that second wind where i'm like oh okay cool like i see something really fucking neat on if we're watching team dark side on monster hunter um that makes me inspired to play more monster hunter because i want to be better um if i'm watching apex videos on youtube and even if they're a bunch of meme videos like i still like watching them and it makes me want to like do a different tactic in apex or be more aggressive or more tactical stuff like that but if i see some like fighters action like that mm, watching ui goku i'm never i'm not gonna i'm not downloading him I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> he is not ever going to get into my game. Um, I'll wait for the next character, but like, I love watching him. Yeah. Because <laughs> that man is just pure disrespect. But I think that's the thing. It's like, I enjoy watching content knowing if I try hard enough, I could emulate that content to a T. And I do it, or I don't get as close as I want and be like, all right, cool, I have fun. And that's it. See, in that's interesting to hear because it's like when we play games together specifically like rpgs i think it becomes more apparent like how different how how much of a different mindset people can have while playing the same game because like uh i'll use one that you mentioned just for comparison like uh monster hunter right like Mm -hmm. you you'll see like uh, a Monster Hunter video from like Team Dark Side or someone else on YouTube, and you'll be like, "Yeah, I could, I could bash some skulls on Monster Hunter right now." But then you play, let's say, like we try to do something and we wipe a few times, or maybe we're hunting and everything's going fine, and we just go on about three hunts. You're like, "Okay, that's fine." Like for me, like how long I play a game, pretty much depends on two things: what is there to do in the game. Mm-hmm. And what are my personal goals in the game? Because I'm the type of person where I could start an RPG at level one and I could see like this level, this this dope ass sword you get. Right. But you don't get it till level 80. And I'm like, OK, that's fine. But I still want that sword. 
So if I know that it's like, hey, if you do this, 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 and this, 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 and this, run this raid, do this dungeon, and you do these, or you roll these to a certain point, you do all that, I don't care what all I have to do to get the thing that I want because I want that thing. Mm-hmm. Like for mm-hmm. Monster Hunter, it's like, I like progression. I like knowing what armor I want, what weapons I want, what skills I want, all of that. So doing the things that take me closer to that goal can't possibly bore me or can't possibly burn me out because that's like if you wanted to lose weight, right? Like the way I see it, if you want to lose weight and you get on a treadmill, right? And you're like, if I run two miles a day, I'm going to get closer to my goal. But if you get on the treadmill and after about two minutes, you're like, I'm bored of this and you get off then you don't want to lose weight exactly like you're not making any progress and that's kind of the mindset that i have it in games like now for other games apex for example where that like shooters or anything where that's that other like rpg element doesn't exist mm-hmm. it, it's just a day-to-day basis thing like yeah. i i could i could watch somebody play apex it'll make me want to play apex but like do, am i gonna wake up every day and just want to play apex probably not yeah. but um now that we've gone over how we approach it, I want to talk about like how how do you think other people approach it? Because you know everyone has, everyone's got different schedules, right? Like yeah. Uh, amidst all the COVID stuff, you and I now have a lot more time to play <laughs> video games than we would probably so, like. So much free time, it's almost too much sometimes. But before all this happened, it wasn't necessarily like that because then there's mm. outside factors. It's like if you go to work or you go to school and you have a stressful day and you come home, you might not want to sit down and play a super grindy RPG. You know, you might want to play something a little more, you know, non-cerebral. Like Mm -hmm. you might want to play something chill, you know, but, you know, usually when people find a game, right? Or they're looking for a game, they know what they want to get themselves into, right? Right. Like. Let's use one of the biggest games out right now as an example. Animal Crossing. There, Animal Crossing, like no joke, might be the best or maybe the worst game to play if you're a min-maxer. Because, because there's nothing to min-max. Exactly. The sky is the limit. Like there is like it's there's no min-max. It's just a max. You can only go higher. Your island can only get better. Your house can mm-hmm. only get cooler. You can only get richer. Like that's it's a it's an interesting concept, but when you have time in it, like my girlfriend, for example, she can play Animal Crossing for about 12 hours straight. She can also play Animal Crossing for about 30 minutes and be bored. Yeah, no, I completely understand that because I've actually stopped playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, and this, uh, uh, even even me and Jamie have stopped playing Animal Crossing because it got to a point where we felt like we were doing the same thing and you know you can only time travel so much before you're just like all right i'm literally just waiting for time to pass i'm going to do something else now do you feel like time traveling puts you in that position no not by any means um because with time travel you can do the quote-unquote mid-maxing because you can accelerate the time you need for things to happen you know you need a building you need a building to be done okay well i'm gonna accelerate a day uh this construction starts accelerate another day the building's done then go back so you can continue your essential you know your quote-unquote progress 
or um, with one of the techniques that Jamie found out a couple of weeks ago was your villagers, um, this is a new thing in Animal Crossing, um, if you time travel, your villagers won't just leave. Um, they will stay there. Um, and that was a good thing because a lot of people were time traveling too much and they were losing villagers without knowing. Right. And then they'd like start the day and then be like, get five uh, letters and like, oh yeah, we left because you didn't talk to us anymore and you were gone for months at a time. And it's just like, oh shit. I was, <laughs> come on, Morty, we gotta get back to the past. <laughs> and it's just, you know, type shit. Like, but um, with this, they elim- eliminated that so you could do it freely. And I'm not saying that Nintendo knew that it was gonna happen, but they also didn't say that it was, um, it wasn't because of it. Right. Um, but one of the things you can do is you can go into the future. Um, you know, you can keep day by day progressing to see when someone's going to come to your campsite. Um, there's a whole, like, there was a Reddit page, like a Reddit recipe, essentially, on how to do this, and it was like a couple pages long. And it is, it is about a 20 minute process just to get it started, and then it's like hours you got to dedicate to this one thing, Damn. just to get, just to possibly get the chance that you get one of the villagers you want out of like 300 Dang. so yeah like it's insane but it's dedication that some people are like oh well i want only cats in my village and i want only dogs in my village or i want only this kind of ca- uh, person in my village <sighs> but it got to the point where it was just i think i'm tired of playing animal crossing i know i was super hyped up about this but you know when you're stuck in a house and all you can do is play animal crossing you kind of want to blow your brains out you know and that that's actually a really good segue because um on our last episode when we did because i'm black uh i actually had a friend of mine hit me up uh because he listened to the podcast and um he wanted to chime in to give his perspective on that because he he is kind of the person um like us who will mm-hmm. play some like a uh, a dragon quest or a final fantasy or things like that but he also really enjoys 2K. And one of the perspectives that he gave actually ties into uh, the whole time and, you know, a good time, not a long time one. And he was saying that when he gets he works construction, by the way. So he works like deep nights in construction when you're driving on the highway at night and you're seeing all the construction. He's probably one of those guys in those trucks. Right. And yeah. he's like, when I get home, I sleep. Right. And when I wake up, I might only have about maybe an hour or two before I have to like have some type of obligatory responsibility I need to tend to right yeah I can't sit down and give a game like Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy 7 Remake or an MMO an hour or two of my time and be able to just say okay I'm done and get up and walk right because it's like if you get into it's like oh now some stuff's about to pop off and there's a bunch of cutscenes and there's a new fight and all this stuff like you don't like you know what i'm saying like you can't just put something like that down but he was like if i'm playing 2k i can pause 2k and save it where it is or i could just be playing online and i give a damn and just leave and that'd be the end of it and he was saying that's why he plays it as much as he does but when he has the free time and he has uh, has off days. That is when he prioritizes games like that, which I guess, you know, brings me to my next point. Like, you know what you're getting into 
depending on the game you buy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody buys or get, I don't think anybody starts playing an MMO to play it semi-casually, like 30, right? 30 minutes a day. Yeah, like, no one starts an MMO to play it maybe 30 to 45. Like, that's not a that's not a lunch break game. That's what I'll call it. It's not a lunch break yeah. game. You know, like, um, maybe, like, Mario Odyssey is a lunch break game. It's, it's a game yeah. you can play a little bit on your lunch break, and when you get home, you can continue playing it as long as you want, right? Smash mm-hmm. Brothers is a lunch break game. You know, in and out. In and out with matches. Final Fantasy fourteen is not a lunch break game. World of Warcraft is not a lunch break game. Fantasy Star Online 2 is not a lunch break game. Like, most people who play MMOs know that they're in for the long run, while a lot of people who buy shooters and, you know, sports games and things like that know that every time they are in the game, physically inside of a game, there is a finite amount of time to whatever they're doing in the game at that moment. Mm-hmm. Which I guess comes down to different types of players. I mean, obviously, when it comes to people who play video games, there's a large scope, right? Like, yeah. I know people who are nurses and doctors who take their switches to work with them on their breaks, but I also know people who do, you know, mixing and mastering of music for a living and damn near never leave their house. Yeah. You know, and, and I guess, let me ask you this. How many hours of a game do you have to play a day? Uh, let's say a week to be distinguished between like casual mid-tier hardcore. Mm. And it's weird because that's a that's a that's a gray area question because you could be a hardcore gamer but have a job, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like with me, um, when I was working my 40 hours a week, I could put in that 40 hours back into a game or into video games in the two days I'm off. Right. Uh, easily and not even think about it. I could put in more um, throughout the week and not notice it. Um, but I think for that, I would think it would be more like if you put in a week, I'd say 10 to 20 hours like throughout all seven days because let's say like what 30 hour 35 hours that's you putting in five hours a day right into video games so let's yeah let's dial it back to like 20 so that's you putting um in that five days that's four hours of video games in a day so that puts you at 20 so then like you know add an extra couple hours on the weekend so let's say 25 right 25 hours i would say that's a casual you know that's you know you play it when you can but it's not like the biggest thing in your life um you're playing it with your kids or you know you drop a few hours into an mmo uh when you're off of work right um i would say that intermediate is when you're putting in you know you're putting in that like 40 40 to 50 to 60 hours a week right um you know you've got the time to do it um or let's say you're just starting out streamer um you're a content creator you know you just got you have enough time to do it but you also have other things to do right um i think uh, especially like within my case especially right now um you know i'm putting in 80 to 100 hours you know 
no, I wouldn't say 100 hours. I'm not like gaming. Well, no, that's false. There have been a few nights this week where I've actually gotten maybe an hour or two of sleep and I've just been playing video games the entire rest of the time. Right. Um, but I think with that, you know, that like that almost impossible amount of time, like that 80 hours plus, I think if you're putting 80 hours a week plus into video games, like that's that's when you're like, I care about this. This is something right. I like to do. Because or anytime you, you're you a like content something, creator. Anytime you, you like something, you'll make that time. time. Yeah. And it, I think I said this in another uh, another one of our episodes. It's like you make time for the things you want to do. Exactly. So like if you do your work first and you're like, all right, cool. Well, I'm done with work. I'm going to do the thing I want to do. Or you run your errands as soon as the store opens so you can get it done and out of the way so you can come back home and play video games like you make time for the things you want to do and i want to play video games whether that be for a job uh for fun um for the memes or for um extracurricular activities um but yeah like that i put in the time i i feel like i would easily put in 80 hours a week I feel like that's not something to be proud of. <laughs> hey, man, these, these days ain't nothing to be proud of out here in these streets. But yeah. I think, like, thinking back to me when I was in college, right, like, the only ob- the only obligations I had was wake up, go to class, and do more work. That yeah. was it. So, like, for me, my every day was, like, wake up, shower, get dressed, go to class, come home, eat, do my work. The rest of my day was an open slate. Like there yeah. would be some days where like I'll wake up around 6:30 a.m. Um, you know, my first class will be at eight. My last class would be around 3:30 in the afternoon. I'll get home. You know, I'll be doing work throughout the day. So when I get home, I don't have any like homework to do or whatever. And then by the time I like eat again and I'm like relaxing, it's like maybe like 5 p.m. I ain't going to bed till like maybe. 11 11 30 that's about six and a half hours to do whatever the hell i want so nine times out of ten that would be like gaming it was literally like me log on overwatch that's the rest of my day or me log on final fantasy 14 that's the rest of my day or whatever we were playing at the time and um for me personally you know my parents used to really get on me back then like why don't you go out and socialize or why don't you go out and make new friends or you know, why don't you go out and do this, this, and that? And it's like, you know, my friends live 250 miles away. Like, yeah. I don't really mess with the people down here. My girlfriend lives 400 miles away, or my ex-girlfriend now, but she lived super far away. And, you know, gaming was like the only thing that kept my mind off the fact that I really didn't want to be where I was. And the funny thing about it is I have no clue how many hours I've put in to, let's say, Overwatch, because that was the most prominent game at the time. Like, what was it? Late late 2016, or early 2017. That was probably the most prominent game I played. But um, nowadays, there's not really any one game that I play like exclusively because that was like Monster Hunter. But I've kind of went so hard in Monster Hunter that I kind of like have everything I want. And the things that I don't have take a lot of grinding that for something like I can't get to right now. But um, now that we've gone over like the whole like real life aspect of it, 
I guess I'll be asking you the big one. How much money? How much does money equate to how you should feel? How much time you feel you should get out of a game, right? Like if you pay $60 for a game, right? Are you going to feel like you sh- you should get a certain amount of hours in it before you're like, I'm kind of bored of it? Yes. Um though it is a bit it's interesting because um let's say um good example uh, streets of rage uh i bought me and caleb streets of rage um and they were 24 dollars it was like 25 bucks each um we beat that game at a night right we burned through that game i mean it wasn't like stupid easy and it was really like that last like two levels that were just killing us because we could have made a straight one shot run through that entire game um without having to start over um until like the last two levels when it got like the the curve just ramped up Mm -hmm. but um we felt like we got 25 dollars worth out of that game easy um, and it was because of how much fun we had. And, it, you know, it was a little bit of the nostalgia and, you know, playing good old fashioned beat em up on, you know, a 2D5, uh, 2.5 screen, you know, killer graphics, amazing music. But, like, I feel like that goes into what you equate to. Did you get your money's worth? Um, a game like Persona 5. Um, I know I'm going to keep referencing that a lot, but the, the, you know, Persona 5, the first one I got, I put 300 plus hours into that game mm-hmm. before I finally beat it. And then I went for another round and started New Game Plus. So go ahead and tack on another 150 hours onto that because I was starting out at a higher level. Uh, things were a lot easier. I knew all the puzzles. Um, so I knew what I did. I knew what to do. Um, but I had more free time to play that game and explore everything that was in the world of Persona 5. Um, so I easily say I got more than $6 out of that game, even though I got the collector's edition and I actually paid $80. Um, with Persona 5 Royal, um, I've just hit the 40-hour mark because I've just been playing it very, like, bits and pieces because haven't really gotten to the new new stuff yet like every now and then i get like a new thing from the royale version of the game sprinkled right. in i'm like oh cool let me start playing this game again and then i get back into like the normal stuff and i'm like okay i already know what to do here i'm just gonna kind of slog through it but um monster hunter i've bought that game four times in the lifetime of monster hunter i bought it i bought two of them physical i bought one of them digital no i bought no, I've bought it more than that. Um, I don't want to say the actual number because I just remembered it. Um, but I've bought it digital, physical. I bought someone else a, uh, a physical copy. I bought someone else a digital copy. Um, but like for me, I've put over 800 hours into that game in a combination of my PS4 save, uh, save hours and PC save hours. And I would easily pay that $60 again if I knew that that's what I was going to get out of it. I have Monster Hunter World was my first Monster Hunter game and I knew I would enjoy it. I didn't think I was going to get 736 hours out of that game and counting. Yeah. Like, and I knew this is how 
I knew you were going to enjoy it, and you knew you were going to enjoy it. When you were like, yo, what's Affinity? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Because in my head, I was like, I know it has something to do with, like, crit chance, but, like, right now, I'm too busy, like, worrying about something else. And then you went, well, I'm going to go look it up. And you went to look it up, and then you realized this entire game is mid-max heaven. And it's what you can do with the stats that you have. And you were like, you fucked up telling me about this game and that you can mid-max. And I was like, uh, I just told you it's a game about beating up monsters with really cool weapons. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's different from every for everybody. Like, um... Uh, <laughs> To dabble back into our uh, normies category. Oh no! Um, back when I was working um, at the game exchange, um, one of the things I saw so often was people coming in uh, looking for the latest 2K or the latest Madden. Um, some people were working for the latest FIFA. You know, this, that, and the other. Uh, FIFA less so this, um, but it happened every now and then. Uh, the game would still be like 50 bucks, um, even pre-owned. And I would tell them, they're like, hey, do you have the new 2K20? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's $54.99. And they're like, why is it so expensive? And I'm like, well, dude, it's, it, you know, it's 2020 now. Like, that's this year's game. And they're like, right. But, like, it's the same as the other game. Oof. And it was at that moment I was like, so you are telling me you know it's the same game but you still out here asking but for you, it but you're still asking for it and he's like well it's different but it's still the same like they just added new things and I was like nah alright what do you want to do about this I mean I never stopped recording we're still recording alright bet um where where did I leave off uh I don't know uh no, <laughs> it, it was like a good four minutes of like what the hell happened to Chris <laughs> <laughs> I was just going. <laughs> I was just talking. Um, okay, what was the last question you asked me? You asked me... Um, well, you were saying why you knew Monster Hunter. I was going to like Monster Hunter. Okay, so I knew you were going to like Monster Hunter because you asked me about Affinity, and I told you I didn't know what it was, and that is because I was dealing with something else, and I was like, I, I don't really know, and I can't tell you right now and you went to go look it up you realized it had to do with crit and you came back going you fucked up because you told you now i now know that you can min max in this game yeah and it was at that moment i was like oh well he's gonna enjoy this game because all i told him was you can beat up really cool looking monsters with really cool big weapons yeah that's it um but to the uh, to the other question was, how do you feel um, you can get your money's worth out of a video game? Oh yeah, or how much? Like yeah, you said Streets of Rage was twenty bucks, but you felt like you got that twenty bucks. Yeah, and I got that twenty bucks because you know it was the nostalgia of feeling like you were back at the arcade. Um, you were enjoying it with your friends, um, and you're going through the entire game. Um, the music, the art, like the feeling of the game, the story of the game, that was easy. That was an easy $20, easy $24, $25. I, if I knew that's what I was doing, I'd have hit that button a long time ago. Um, and it was the same with Monster Hunter. If I knew I was going to get 800 hours out of that game and I was going to play with my friends, I was going to play it with Jamie and, you know, we're going to have like, um, the Witcher collab, the 
Final Fantasy collab, like all these cool things, and then like monsters getting brought back from other games. Yes. I mean, I knew I was going to buy the game because I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan, and I. But I knew if I had known that I was going to put in 800 combined, like, oh, I'd have, you know, easy, obviously. And it's the same with Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal. Like, I know I'm going to put that hour in. I know I'm going to put that time in. And I know I'm going to get my 60, bu- 60 bucks out of it. So, with you saying that, I want to I discuss every game nowadays seems like it wants to be a live service game, right? Yeah. And from the consumer aspect, you should love that because it's like, oh, I'm going to buy a game and it's never going to end, right? Yeah. But that's not necessarily a good thing. Like, I've played good live service games like Monster Hunter and I've played bad live service games like Anthem. Well, broken is more the word for Anthem. But let me ask you this. When it comes to MMOs, right, especially those, let's say the premium, the two premium MMOs that we've both played are WoW and Mm. for World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. So I was talking with my girlfriend about this yesterday and um, she wanted to get back into Final Fantasy 14 because the story is ramping up and she wants to catch up. And she asked me if I would play again. And I was like, ah, probably not. And she was like, why not? I thought you really liked the story. And I do like the story. I really do. Final Fantasy 14 story is probably to me a top three uh, Final Fantasy story up there with like three and seven. Is it three? The one with Kefka and seven. That's seven. No, no. seven is is Ultimicia. Kefka no, is eight is Ultimicia. Okay, so that's eight. Yes. Kefka is six. Yes. Yeah. Kefka is six because yes. Squall is eight. Clouds seven. seven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I told her Final Fantasy 14 is a game that is at the end game has tons of options, right? Tons of things you can do. But the meat of the content is geared towards people who like raiding. Yeah, we were supposed to make a raid group. It did not pan out because there were some people. Well, I mean, people just weren't playing the game. And yeah. we were never going to get to the same point. Like three, we had a group of eight people. Three people were ready to go. Like, I think three people were playing the game, but no, three people were ready. Two people uh, kind of just never booted the game up like they said they would. And three people just didn't play. They, they just didn't. But I told her, I was like, I know that if I get into it, it's going to be a momentary thing. Mm-hmm. It's like with Final Fantasy, it's different when like Monster Hunter, you buy Monster Hunter one time and then they just feed you content. But it's different when it's an MMO because they have to keep those servers running and there's all these other aspects of it. But paying $15 a month to play a game that you really can't even enjoy to its fullest without other people cooperating is kind of a feels bad moment when you talk about it from a value aspect of like did you get your money's worth because Mm -hmm. i played 14 over four years i would like to say that for me to be able to play any game for four years and enjoy new content i got my money's worth even having to buy you know all the expansions and all that and whatever Mm -hmm. but when it comes to mmos 
I think what a lot of people don't understand is what they're necessarily getting themselves into. Like when you buy a certain type of game, you should expect to be playing it for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like, like you said, like you're not going to play an MMO 30 minutes a day. You're not going to do that. But yeah. at the same time, you're not going to take an MMO, play it one time, put it down and, you know, a couple months later, be like, hey, I miss such and such and boot it back up. It's going to be like learning the game all over again. Yeah. Like MMOs are all about progression over time. So anyone that's not anyone playing an MMO understands that they are inevitably going to be playing this game for an undistinguishable amount of time over time consistently. But that's the key word consistently. I don't think that I have ever I don't think I've ever found a game or an MMO that has kept my interest over. No, I've there's plenty of games that have kept my interest. There's other games that haven't kept my friend's interest in the game, which has then killed my interest in the game. Yeah. But something like Monster Hunter, I can play Monster Hunter by myself. If I need help, I'll just fire an SOS. But mm -hmm. anything else, I'll just do it. Like, I can just do that. That's like all skill. But in Final Fantasy 14, for example, I can't do raid by myself. You know, I, I can't do an eight person raid solo. I can't do a you know 14 person raid solo like you can't do that like you have to play with other people yeah but um for me the biggest surprise i've had since monster hunter was probably fire emblem three houses because when i got my nintendo switch i didn't really want to get nintendo online immediately because i wasn't sure that i was actually going to use it but i wanted a game i could play just by myself offline and not be held back from anything. So I chose fire. I chose fire on three houses. As of today, I want to say 230 hours in that game, maybe 240 and still have a half of a playthrough left before I'm completely done with the game. And I still really aren't completely done because there's still other things I could do like hard mode. But I can't do that because I'm too emotionally invested in the characters. And if I get someone killed on accident and uh, <laughs> I'm going to feel terrible and I'm going to make so many mistakes that I can't ask God for a favor anymore to turn back time. So I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. You know what? If I hit a certain follower count on Twitch, I might consider doing a hardcore run of three houses, maybe. But don't quote me, though, because I'll fool around and get ninja famous overnight and still not do it. But um, I, I think for me and for a lot of people, nine times out of 10, you're not going to buy a game. You don't see yourself investing time in. Yeah, because every game is an investment. If you really think about it, because you can't. Well, you can on PC. But anywhere else, you can't return a game, right? Because you don't like it. I mean, <sighs> trading in is, it's as close to it as you're going to get. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you can't go to GameStop, spend $60, buy a game, go home and come back three hours later and be like, Hey, I don't enjoy this game. I would like my $60 back. Nah, it had to be 
still wrapped somehow. Yeah, like, and even then, they wouldn't take it back unless, like, it was defective or something. Like, there has, there's a, there's a bottom line. On, mm-hmm. on now on Steam, you can just say, hey, I played this game for like three hours. I don't fucking like get my money back. And I just did that the other day with uh, Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. I got my, I got the whole $10 I spent on that hunk of garbage back. But, um, for, but for most people, especially if you buy your games digital, you can't even entertain the thought of taking that back. But, yeah, um, you really can. When you buy a game, it is an investment. And when you invest your time and your money into something, you expect a certain amount of enjoyment or fun to be had from that, which I think is another interesting question. Are there games that you've bought that have not necessarily been fun because the game is fun? It's just fun because of the people you play it with. Oh, yeah. Easy. What games? Um, Apex. Apex is not fun. It is only fun with the people you play with. Um, it is only fun when me and Bobby can push each other to be better. It is only fun when I'm teaching Jamie how to play an FPS that is stress-inducing. Um, I think playing a game that's not fun, but it's only fun with other people, is when you, in my opinion, or when you're teaching them. Um, because no one wants to like slow down their progress. But at the same time, if you can get someone that's close to your skill or someone who has the potential to be at your skill close to your skill or better, you can then make that game more fun. I feel like, like teaching a rotation in a 14. Yeah, I think is a good example. Yeah, because me, I was uh, talking to my girlfriend last night and we were talking about how she couldn't beat like the story boss in 14. And I was asked her, I was like, well, what's your rotation? She's like, huh? I was like, you don't you don't have a rotation she's like no <laughs> like you're just out here pressing whatever button you feel like press, pressing she's like yeah i was like hey you it made just it. worked it worked this far <laughs> i was like okay and then you know she she was genuinely interested to learn more about it when she did it because she saw how the thing that took her like f- maybe five minutes to kill took about 45 seconds to kill you know and like Mm. you said when you're teaching someone yeah it can be fun but also in monster hunter just like that's 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 a game that's fun regardless it's just more fun when more people play but it's Mm. like when you know what you're doing like it's just everyone like performing at their best but like for me yeah i don't think i can name oh yeah i can the big one overwatch yeah because there was just a point where we almost as a collective because um at the time bobby and deuce were looking at it competitively Mm -hmm. um and you me uh to a lesser extent alex to an even lesser extent uh jamie we were just playing it because we could make it to where we had a group of six and we didn't have to deal with anybody else exactly and honestly that will get me to play a game way faster than me um, going, oh, you want to play this game? Yeah, but you have to play with like three other people and you don't get to choose who they are. Oh, I had to do it. Yeah, I'm not playing that game. Bro, that's what kills it a lot of the time, bro. Like, I, I think you call it being antisocial. You can call it what you want. But like being able to play with a group full of nothing but your friends rather than like 
randoms that you have no idea how it's going to pan out can be so stress relieving. Like it'll, it'll, it just allows you to key in and enjoy the game for what it is. Like yeah, because like that's how I feel with uh, with Call of Duty. Um, like if I have to get into voice chat, I would rather get into voice chat with my friends than being yelled at by a twelve year old <laughs> calling feel, me. The, you don't feel calling anything. me a nigga. You don't feel anything about Call of Duty because it won't boot. You right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you right. Uh, Activision Blizzard, fix your shit. Um, but. Like, because no one wants to be like, okay, well, I actually do need to talk to my team, so let me get in voice chat, and you hear either someone blaring their music too loud, a 13-year-old kid who thinks he's hard as nails, who's usually white, throwing out nigga like it's it's free Sundays, (laughs) and... Or there's the person that um, only barks orders and yeah. thinks he's the best player at the game, but yeah, he's the first person to die. And then he's like, "Res me, res me, res me, man! You guys are a bunch of idiots. You guys are <laughs> and he disconnects. Yeah. And then you're just like, "Why did I buy this game? Why did I download this game? Why am I dealing with this?" Yo, keep but it then keep it stack. <laughs> if we had ever got to a point where we could have started raiding. Do you think we would have been we would have never stopped playing 14 and do you think we'd still be playing today? No. Really? I don't. Um I think we would have enjoyed it. I think even if we all got item leveled up and we were ready to do it and we did it consistently and had like a day to do it, I feel like we would do it for a good while. And then someone would say, "All right, I'm kind of getting tired of this." And then it would domino effect. See, here's the thing, though. We didn't have to wait until people got item leveled up. We could have done old stuff. And that's true. But then, you know, and I'm not like saying this like against you guys, but you'd get people like you or Caleb who are like, well, yeah, but like, why are we doing all this old content? We got this new content to do and get the new stuff that looks cooler. And then you or Caleb will shoot me a thing and be like, yo, this is what the new items look like. And I'm like, fuck, let me get them new items. And then I've got to go to Jamie and be like, yo, look at these new items. Look at these new mounts. Look at these new things. And she's like, fuck, let's go do that. And then we're like, dope, let's go do it. But then we can't because we got an item level. See, and, and then it, and then that deflates the whole thing. See, and here's the thing, right? Again, that goes back to like people knowing what they're getting into. Yeah. Final Fantasy 14 is almost a what is it? it? Came out in 2014. So yeah, Final Fantasy 14 is a six-year-old game. We didn't do rating. Like we never did rating. We did the story stuff in a few of the like special things that came along the way if we wanted to we could have started all the way from like the first expansion and done whatever raid people wanted to do mm-hmm. we could have put it up to a vote and been like hey what fight do you guys want to do because it wasn't just get the best weapons you know because like uh, there were other statics for stuff like that Our True. the point of our static was it to get to end game as fast as possible to do all that stuff Uh, the point of our static was to do the stuff we normally don't get to do because it requires a group and Mm -hmm. we don't have to have the anxiety of like oh 
uh, I got to get in this discord with people I don't know and get to know them and perform. And if I don't do well, they're going to like get annoyed at me. And, you know, there, there was like that was the only point of trying to do that. Yeah. But again, like people with different schedules, there were people who work, people in school, people who, you know, life was changing for a lot of people. I mean, mm. you know, hell, we literally had someone get married that was supposed yeah. to be in this group. So things change. So, I mean, like it, like I said, everybody's schedule is different. But like you said, you make time for things that you want to do. But yeah. I'm interested to see, like, I'm interested to see if maybe some of the games that are coming out in these next couple of uh, years or so are able to really, like, retain retain a balance of casual and quote-unquote hardcore play because like fantasy star i'm really excited to see how other people approach it like i know Mm -hmm. how i'm gonna approach it i just i'm I'm interested to see how other people approach it right but um i think we have pretty much hit our threshold so we're gonna go ahead and cut it here sorry again for the uh technical difficulty uh hopefully if my if i edit this right you won't even know what i'm talking about so (laughs) yeah that's that's an apology we have we have had the uh life has started to change once again things are slowly getting back to normal well a form of normal but we had to change at least my recording situation for the time being and hopefully this is just a once a day thing like this is just a one-time thing like this should never happen again yeah so thank you guys for listening to episode four of the in-game grind podcast we are on a schedule now we will be dropping between 3 p.m and 5 p.m every wednesday on anchor and spotify and as always for our apple music listeners it will be maybe two or three days after that just because of the way encoding and screening and everything works but we have no power over that it's just the way it be so until then we will catch you guys on the next one remember if you enjoyed it toss us a follow and subscribe to us on spotify and apple Podcasts. all right guys we're gonna get up on out of here later see ya